shows that make you laugh, shows that make you think, music that moves you. It can only be one place. Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. All right, this is Tony Sweet with Honor with Tony Sweet. I have a very special guest today. Uh, you might know him as <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Bartus. Bartus. <laughs> <laughs> we have Peter Macon in the house. What, How you what? doing? Holla, 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 From the Orville. <laughs> How you doing, sir? I'm well, man. I am well, well, well. First and of all, I have to start off that voice, man. Did you did you grow up with that voice? I did. Uh, not. No, I, <laughs> I did. Uh, it kind of kind of plopped out when I was about fifteen. And I was a uh, skinny kid, and and it just made no sense oh, whatsoever, really? <laughs> like to have this voice. But like I tried to work out on the ladies, and they were just like, "I like you as just a friend, Peter, even though your voice is really deep." Um, <laughs> I get that. All but the it time doesn't. Too. It sucks in loud places. Like were we together? Did we go through this? Like when we was out with Mike, and and we're at a party, and the music was loud, and. It's like you're gonna have to lip read, bro, because it's like you can't. Because my voice is the same decibel as the, the low C. Oh, you the, don't go too loud then. I can, I mean, I, I can, but then I'm yelling, and then it's not fun. And then, then people then I, are like, people why think, is he yelling? What's wrong? And people, that's happened to me. People will come <laughs> over and like, is everything okay, sir? Yeah, like, I'm what? just trying to communicate, ma'am. You know, I'm just trying to communicate <laughs> right? to my friend here. I need another vodka gimlet. Um, no, yeah. but it's 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 a weird thing, uh, and it's one of the first things that people will like get all the time. And you know what? Yeah. Hey, hey, my, to my voiceover uh, agents that fired me um, not too long ago, I don't know. Go figure. <laughs> but um, well, no, it's cool because with the show, it's like I'm in the mask and, you know, it's, it's you know, people. But, but with your voice, you also won an award for it. I did. I did. Uh, in a while 2002? Ago. Yeah. Like uh, I was in grad school and I was getting ready to go to clown class. And I got a really? phone call. Clown? Yeah. Really? Uh, clown for two years, man. I'm serious. This is grad school, Yale School of Drama. Bula Bula. Um. Yeah, it's no joke. And uh, well, when I think yell, I usually think clown. So I, yeah. Me too. I mean, <laughs> right, and, and like, especially when I look at my student loan bill, I'm like, right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is like waiting for a, a, a pie in the face. But, uh, but yeah, man, it was crazy. It's like I was on my way to class, and I got a call, and they're like, "Come out here and get this award." And sorry about that. And um, and that was nuts. And then I came out here and. Um, won the award and uh, Pamela Siegel who who did the voice of uh, she won for uh, uh, King of the Hill when she was dad damn it Bobby you know like that <laughs> show she was right. uh, she was Bobby's voice and so she won that year and uh, and then I had to go straight back to school and re- right back into a rehearsal but you know um, so it's and it's been sitting uh, in my mother's glass cabinet, like China, mother's china cabinet for years, and now she's here, so it's back um, it's on the mantle. It's haunting belongs. you now. Yes, yes. <laughs> you need another warbler. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling like I just want to go get a chain and put it around my neck and just walk around with it, because maybe that'll you know help. Conversation like, piece. I know it's a starter, you know, and they don't yeah. give you any. Since people don't tell you about the Emmys, they don't give you anything. To, I mean, if they ship it, they if, if they, that's one thing. But if you take COD? it with you, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but they don't give you anything to carry it in. Really? So like, yeah, hey, walking around with this thing. So I get on the airport. I get to the airport, and like this little Filipino guy, he's like, he points to the wings. He's like, very sharp, very sharp. I'm like, I can't check this dude. You know, what, I mean? I'm like, <laughs> right. what do you want me to do? Right. But we um, hold it. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that maybe the academy should, you know, just think about that, like an Emmy box. Or maybe what? maybe it was just me. Maybe, maybe they it's don't, just a budget thing. Maybe, maybe it was. Not, money. Maybe it's 2002. They've gotten better. Well, you you grew up in Chicago. I did. We were talking a little bit beforehand, I and did. and uh, always uh, wanted to be an actor. Yeah, yeah. Really? Since like second grade, man. I swear, like we were doing. Uh, 
My first play was, uh, what was it? I was playing Peter the White Rabbit, or, oh, Pe- Peter. or Peter the Rabbit in, uh, in uh, uh, was it Alice in Wonderland? And I'm like, I was like, I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. You know, that was my lines. And uh, <laughs> then the kids wanted to go rehearse. I mean, they wanted to go to, 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 to play kickball at recess. And I'm like, masters, we must rehearse. And they're like, go to hell. You know, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, no, yeah. I seriously wanted to like, take care and make up these games, mm-hmm. you know. But um, yeah, but like when I got to high school, you know, I, I, I uh, auditioned for the show and like went on tour mm-hmm. uh, out of high school. And I started school and I was early. Well, I started school when I was four, so I was a year behind everybody. So I was um, just I just turned seventeen, but I was just sixteen most of my wow. high school year. But um, man, I left uh, an impressionable, like uh, vegetarian, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, just a sweetheart, and I came back from the road, bro, and it was you like I was a, a beast, a man, a weed smoking fornicator. <laughs> like, I don't know, like no, I mean just like just but being on so tour there you go, it, parents, when you want to send yes, your kids when you, on when tour, yes, when you when your child wants to go on tour. <laughs> Expect them uh, to not be the same when they return. Um, but now I learned a lot. I mean, a yeah, lot. Because sure everyone was older, and like a roommate was older, so there was like the tie on the door kind of thing when Montana. Well, I mean, I <laughs> that's another but, story. That's yeah. another story. I don't have time for all that. That's but, the um, yeah. after midnight version. Yeah, but like we left Chicago, <laughs> and uh, then in, you know I was talking about the, the gangs and stuff there. But we left, and then we went to Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and like I moved from like a all black world to like an all white world in like. 12 hours i mean my how whole, was that how it was, was that it was like somebody had taken your brain and like you know like uh the steve martin movie like the screwed it on <laughs> right you know um dr hard hard yeah um but it was nuts man it's a cultural shock but like school systems were better and like we actually had things like books you know like right. in right. school um right. and um and then they had like these programs where uh artists would come and do residencies like dancers and and, and photographers and painters and you know uh, musicians that would come and they would do these residencies for like three weeks in my high school and give you like a sense that you could you could make a living as hmm. a as, as a professional artist and I was like oh okay so then uh, when I was like 15 I was went to go see a production of the Rainmaker at the Guthrie Theater in uh, Minneapolis of which I've worked had the chance to work um, a lot there since then but um and like the actors came out and they did a talk back and I was like, wait a minute, wait, this is a job? Like this is you get paid to do this? Because right. I thought the whole time what it you know, like you go to like the civil service desk and at the you know, the county courthouse or whatever and right. fill out an application and you can either be a postman or like a an actor. And like <laughs> right. I didn't know right. that it was like a thing, you know. So um but yeah, I got bit and got hooked and I was like, I wanna do so yeah, I've always been but- how did your family feel about that? They were cool. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my my dad, you know, he he was uh, like a, a truck driver and like a biker and a gambler and oh. had a huge scar on his face. He was a fighter and all this stuff. He was he was wow. he was nice. a crazy man. Um but he was wild, you know. And then my mom, she she um studied at the Chicago Conservatory of Music for one year. Ah, and there she we like go. wanted so. to be like a concert pianist and she never really got to fulfill her dreams. Got it so from she your was mama. like but they were both like, look, man, whatever you're gonna do, just just do it to the best of your ability. Whatever it That's is. That's great. Excuse me. So they never like pressured us to do whatever. So right. like but they've always had my back for stuff. So that's always been great. Um to not to not uh, Well, I'm a, i I wanna ask you this because you, you say your father is kind of that, you know, that tough guy. And yeah. did you ever have to imitate your father in any role? <laughs> <laughs> let me see yeah i, I say. mean i don't know he's just kind of in there like i mean i know that i mean 
I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is twisted and and and, we're, and just just <laughs> we like just, twisted. Just, so. just work with me on this. <laughs> okay. Um, I did a play <laughs> called uh, "Ruined," and it's by Lynn Nottage, up at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival a few years ago, and um, it's this play that takes place in the Congo, right? And it's it's brutal, brutal play, as you can imagine. Like the Congo is no yeah, Shangri La. It's not like yeah, but um. <laughs> You know, and so my, you know, like this character called him Big Stinky, <laughs> and he was like, he oh, was like my this dad rebel okay. soldier. Yeah, it was my dad's <laughs> nickname. No, um, and he was just like, just cantankerous, you know, because my dad was like him and Jack Daniels were best friends, and so like, when, <laughs> and my dad would get full of the oil, as he called it. Um, this guy was just like irreverent, just like ah, you know, like this guy. Right, so I right. kind of channeled that guy, but like I, this, I have this cut on my head. I split my head open, uh, in in one of the shows. And uh, and I had this red hat, and I put the red hat on, and like I'm just bleeding down my face, and my <laughs> castmates are like, "You should get off stage," and I'm like, nah, nah, "And the audience is like, like, "Yeah, yeah, just realism, <laughs> ah. you know." So I had this little bit where I pulled out this matchbook, my matchbox, and this little joint, you know, like of course it was you know organic, herbal, whatever, but like the bit was I pulled out the joint and I smoked the joint on stage, right. you know, because we're in this brothel in the Congo, but like as soon as I put the little joint in my mouth, like it just, all the blood just, it just soaked wow. red. And I got to smoke my own blood. It was amazing. So You're like, like that's the best time I've the had. the best time I ever had on stage. I'm telling you, Tony, that's just, just, just so wonderful. But um, yeah, no, he was a character. My dad would be like, um, I'm going to come to the last show. Cause you'll have it together by then. So he saw like, you'll uh, have it to, uh, yeah, like that's after confidence. like a ten week run, <laughs> yeah. you know, like eight shows a week, and like Pop will come to the last one. But he uh, he saw like four or five shows I did. That's great. But it was good, man. He was um, he was something Proud else. Proud of his son. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so that you know, I get like he was wild and he was a crazy dancer too. So I get like a lot of, I would imagine like you know, a lot of the gregarious like outward, bigger than life you know room right. personality from him and then my mom is like this little sweet chubby quiet <laughs> you know like so i'm very he said it mama i didn't call you chubby yeah so. well she's uh, you know but um <laughs> so i'm like really kind of like this you know if i had to, if i had to ask myself um or if you had to ask me like this 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 amalgamation of the two of them like i'm really sensitive and right. you know moody but i'm also like you know like you know, so like I, you kind of have to be. So and now you, like you said, now your 18 month old oh son God. is running the yeah, roost, man. Taking like, after his I, I don't. I gave up my gym membership. I don't even need it anymore. <laughs> right, I'm serious. You're I like chase him it, around yeah. constantly all yeah. day. Um, That's you know, great. I mean, my wife does too, but like you know, but, you know. I have to give her some. Credit, I, she's probably know. listening. So I'm gonna, hey, like, no, no, how you doing? Um, yeah. Well, you know, moving up the ranks, I. Um, what was your goal? Because it sounded like you were doing a lot of theater. Was your your goal to finally go to film and yeah. TV? I mean, or? ideally, man, like if I had to pick my ideal career, I would love to do one or two plays a year, mm -hmm. and then do a film, and then and then have the TV show running. Because I think, you know, just from in terms of like being a craftsman or just like the craft of acting, like the demand of the physical. I mean, they're all physically demanding, you know. But like the chops. I mean, of doing the show. Mm -hmm you know, eight, nine times a week for a, a truncated period of time is very healthy for an actor to, right. you know, just to get in there and, you know, get there. Like, you know, August Wilson or Shakespeare, I love both of those playwrights are my favorites. And um, and then, you know, with the television, when you're doing like a series regular, you get like this arc, you know, like, so, I mean, I've guested a bunch on, on a bunch of shows and like, you just kind of have 
you don't really get to get and sink your teeth right. into it. But with like the arc of a series regular over 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 the period of thirteen, fourteen episodes, you know, you get to really, you know, invest in in the nuances of what you know this character can be, and mm-hmm. it grows. And a lot of times, you don't know what's coming. Right. You know, like you don't the script. You get the script, and you're like, oh, okay. So I have to eat my own foot. That's perfect. I'll work <laughs> that in. Um, and then with like a film, you know, I think if it's more like a, a tone poem or like a meditation, mm-hmm. you know, where you're on like location and you, you know, you submerge yourself in in. I guess it's like the if if theater and television had a baby, it would be like film because it's like you, you know, you really have to dig in there and be this thing for this period of time in the specific and. You know, but like I like doing it all. I mean, right. I would never want to not. I mean, I'm Jones and Jones in to do a play. I haven't right. done a play right. since last year. You know, and um, I was in wow. Ireland. 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 Fun. You know, they call it. They say, "What's the crack? What's the crack? What's the crack?" <laughs> I mean, it's like, and it's not spelled like C R A C Y. It's like C R O I C. It's Gaelic, crazy. Oh. You know, but um, yeah, I know I had a ball. Like I was working at the uh, National Theater of uh, Ireland, the Abbey Theater, which is the oldest theater in the country. And, um, you know, and God, and I was playing Othello over there. And it was, I was the first, you know, American to go and play that role. They'd never done that part. Did you have to do the accent? There. No, I mean, I did, I kind of had my own twist on things. I talked to make perhaps a bit, make it was Nordic or African, you know, like it was right. okay. affected and like there are, by the way, boy, I, I like I like the way you do that Othello. I like it, but <laughs> but but but. Um, so no, it was cool because it was like we don't really know where he's from, right. and like I mean, and then like the guy who played Iago, he did like a whole thing with like northern, like a Belfast accent, mm-hmm. and like which is which would screw with the mind of the people in in Dublin because it's different the politics. But yeah, I haven't done a play, and um, you know that was oh god, that wasn't even last year. Well, maybe it was last year. I think it was last year. Yeah, because my son was born last year. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's all knocking around in there. But yeah, I mean, so in like working on the show, the mm-hmm. t- the Orville, I mean, I I mean, I'm just a kid in the candy store because I it's bet like, you know the makeup and like the sets and like you know they're sparing no expense. I mean, it, it's. Well, I'm gonna show a picture real quick for okay. the 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 live audience and the yeah. YouTube audience that uh, I'm showing a picture in costume yeah. and <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Yeah. But your voice goes very it's well. There, you know. I mean, with, it works. It works. I mean, yeah. and that's I mean that and like the the clown work that I've. Yeah. that I've done helps facilitate the mask work for Bordis because I'm very limited in, you know, my eyes are free mm-hmm. and my mouth is free. The rest of it's all prosthetics, right? Right. And, like, I lose about 30% of my hearing because the ears are different. Oh my God. On my, so it's a trip. You know, you really have to be in there. I mean, thank God I'm not claustrophobic, but, you know, you really have to work with the, I mean, in, like, I have a, a limited range of... Um, yeah, it looks like you're just, like, a, peripher- like yeah, a bulldog. Just like a, yeah, it's just like a big rock, <laughs> yeah, you know what like, I mean? So, yeah. But that's funny because, you know, when there's stuff going on, like, the no-neck turn is always, like, you know, like, what did you say to me? You know, yeah, <laughs> you know like, it's like, always, you okay. know, work that out and, yeah. like, use my eyes to comment on just little tiny things. And the editor, you know, he's like, I really love that because it gives right. us stuff to, you know, like, in the office or, like, Modern Family, how they cut back right. to, like, those right. deadpan looks of, of reaction. Like, I get to do that kind of stuff with this. So it's 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 all craftsman. It's all, you know, I was just like, you know, working on the craft and like just perfecting little tiny, like it's a scalpel, you right. know, like on stage, it's yeah. like having an ax. This is like a scalpel where you're just getting right up in there because the audience is like right there with you. So um, I'm having, and like I love all the makeup stuff. And I love, you know, like, I mean, my castmates' faces are plastered all over 
New York and L.A. And, and yours is like and like and like the you mon- can walk around the street. And nobody it's fantastic. I love like, the no, anonymity. That's me, really. That's me. Yeah, no, I, sta- I stand in bus stops. And I'm like, hey, have you seen the show? Yeah, that's me right there. No, it really is me. And I'll show pictures. Sure. No, but I dig it because it's like I'm, I'm I can be kind of shy, but I mean, I I. I I don't know what it but would I'd be But like. I'd be like, no, no, I want to, I want to be noticed. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm doing this it. for it's, a reason. It's the best because, yeah. you know, I feel like... Uh, I it, is it right harder in. to, or easier to play a character in costume than just your normal look? I think I want to say that it's easier because, you know, like, what was that um, movie? It was a true, not true romance, but like, it was a movie with Willem Dafoe and he had like these, these, these crazy teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, he's like, as soon as I got the teeth, my character dropped in. And I was like, hey, let's get the teeth. And that's, what, that's all I had to do. Um, <laughs> it was a David Lynch film. It was really good. I'll, I'll think of it probably like when it's not relevant. But <laughs> right. um, but yeah, with with Bordis, you know, like I get there, you know, typically like five, six in the morning. And it takes like an hour and a half. And I fall asleep because I get no sleep. Um, and And I wake up and I'm, transformed you know I look like and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like man I don't even recognize and it's fun I do all this stuff and try to see me me in there but um but then it's already there and I don't I don't have to do anything I don't have to like I don't have to work hard I mean and and with this is like I'm really self-conscious about watching myself on on screen I'm sure but this I love because it's like Man, it's like it's Halloween every day. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, Are you going to go with Halloween this. as uh, this character? You know, I'd really love to. Um, <laughs> that I would was, be kind of funny, go to, like, yeah. uh, down to the West Hollywood and yeah. go out and act. Well, you know, Bordis <laughs> loves him some Sylvester, so right? like, let's just let's, let's keep it real. Um, he does come from a planet of all males. That's right. Um, I'm just saying. But that's where the party is in West yeah. Hollywood, man, like yeah. for Halloween. But for like, Halloween no, I wanted to go as my son. I wanted the, the prosthetic team to like make me – like maybe maybe next year they'll do it, but like because I know they're busy. But like I think that'd be fun. And just, but again, like you just get it, you put that on, right? And then like you automatically, you know. And I'm always like, you know, Alexander technique, and you know, just trying to keep my neck, head, head, neck, and shoulders right. aligned and, and and tall and sitting up. But he's very, you know, he's very stiff, stiff in the sense he's very formal. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's very like, he's 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 a quiet. You know, he's a dark horse, as we'll find out. Right. Like, there's an episode yeah. that's coming up that's going to blow his <laughs> socks off, literally. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's very he's very formal, and he's, you know, like, wants to get, you know, to know um, other cultures, human cultures, yeah. um, and kind of has an opinion about them but won't share it. But then he's like, you know, as we saw in one episode, um, where he watches Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, really? <laughs> and he like nothing wrong with that. And he just he has this epiphany. So he's like this. He's a, he's, he's a contradiction. He's he like all these I'm things. Cool. Yeah, I mean, he like realized <laughs> that like you know, um, if Rudolph's father hadn't had him euthanized as was planned, you know, like he would have never been able to save Christmas. And like and so, but this was like a. You know, and this is ancient, not ancient, but it's like 400-year-old history, right. Earth history that he's watching 400 watching. years in the future. And he's, you know, so he's like that kind of guy. He can be, can, can garner an, an epiphany from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And at the same time, <laughs> he's a badass, you know what I mean? And, like, he makes weapons and yeah. can fly a ship. And, like, and he's when, they, when the captain and, you know, the um, and Kelly leave, like, he's in command. So he runs the ship a lot, you know, like, um, so he's up there, you know. Right. Well, I mean, um, when you're looking at the poster, I mean, you're in the poster. You're, yeah, you're in not the just, poster. Yeah, that's, that's, that's when you're somebody. You're somebody. Well, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm, it was kind of a trip. I was like, hey, 
We're driving, and my mom's like, "That's that's you out there, Buster." You know, <laughs> that's like, my so baby. That's all that matters. That's yeah. the stuff that you know. Yeah. I was thinking about when I was playing with my Legos. Like I was like, "One day I'm gonna be on a billboard, <laughs> that's Mama. Right. You'll see." Now, um, this character did uh, since it's a brand new show, and you get to create. I mean, even though they're giving you the script, you yeah. get to create the personality. Yeah. Yeah. How how did you go about creating this personality? Was and it uh, other uh, other shows or just going? Oh no, no, this is it's very you, it's like a site specific installation, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you get like your set of parameters, you you get how you like the formal way in which he speaks English, right? You know, the very articulate, you know, but not over so, but that's just like because he's learned English and he, like he learns. There's no regionalisms. There's no like slack in his you know like we're very kind of lazy with our speaking and we talk but he's very i can pronounce every consonant because that's the way he was taught and that's the way you know english should be spoken um <laughs> so you right. start with that and then the the you know seth's crazy brain like the, the things that is required of that are required of of me as the character mm -hmm. you have that and then like what you look like and then you know and then like the little secrets and stuff that you know like that i have that like you know like you know, there's a there's a question about where Bordis, you know, says I can sing, you know, <laughs> and like and we're Seth is like, yeah, we need to either prove or disprove that, you know, right. at some point. Right. But you know, like the kind of music that I think he would listen to, whether it's like what would he listen you know, to? Like, well, I mean, I think <laughs> when he's in the shower in the morning, like he's probably listening to Sylvester. Um, <laughs> you make me feel <laughs> But I think um, that's going to be then, the next episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be some like strange Mocklin, like monotone throat singing, oh, oh! you know, like it could be that. I don't know, or like arias. Yeah, some yeah. falsetto. Um, <laughs> that would be hilarious. But then it's like you know, you really try to like bring the 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 the, the stakes too. Mm -hmm. So uh, okay, so we have jokes right on the show. It's in, it's in, but it's well, an hour Seth, long, right? Come on. But there's jokes, but it's not just jokes. It's like. There's, there's, you know, my clown teacher said, you know, without the possibility of tragedy, comedy can't exist. So hmm. that, me, you know, to me, like, it's like like a child. It's like one minute, it's like, you know, they're happy and then they finish, like my son, he finishes his bottle and depending on how sleepy he is, if he's not really sleepy and like the, the bottle's done, he, he screams and throws it, you know, like, <laughs> but it's like from the second he's like, ah, this is great. And then it runs out. He's like, ah, so it's like comedy I and want tragedy. More. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so to, to balance that, um, so the stakes are. You know, he's a father. Bordis mm -hmm. is a father. Bordis' partner, his mate, Clyden, is on the ship with him. So, you know, like, this is a military vessel, essentially, and you have your family on board. And, like, there are things that are happening to the starship weekly that, you know, one 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 week we were, excuse me, trying to get out of a um, dark matter uh, storm. Right. What the hell is dark matter, you ask? Well, <laughs> I was it, going to, but it's thank like, you for well, but it's like, you know, you shine this special light on it and you could see like these, basically these blobs of energy that are floating in space. And what's great is like we have consultants like Neil deGrasse Tyson, deGrasse Tyson, and mm -hmm. the, all of this stuff is the possibilities of what can happen in our universe is is, is limitless. So I was gonna say that's, these, yeah. Yeah, these are all things that are like phenomenon, like like folding space and wormholes. Mm -hmm. these, are all, these are all things that scientists are studying and are all about. So you take these stakes and like in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking my son is on this on the ship, and if the ship blows up, you know, I lose my family. Not only, you know what I mean. So like right. those things are real, and um, you know, well, and what makes it funny, I think, is a genuine um, 
I am going through this, and I'm not. It's not Peter's brain. It's Bordas's brain, and things are new. And I don't understand what Rocky Road ice cream is, and I don't understand Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and I don't understand all these references to human culture mm-hmm. that we, as human beings, take for right, granted. Right, but like yeah. to invest in those, you know, and invest in the stakes of like the danger, and like we're in knowing that like, you know, if the ship goes, <laughs> there goes my family. So I mean, and so when it's grounded and rooted, like my 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 experiences are grounded and rooted in the, the particular reality, you know, I can. You bring that with you, right. and, there, and there's some gravitas and some weight to it that lends some, like, I guess, some authenticity or just, you know, like, it's not just jokey. You know what I mean? There's right. real things that happen, and that, I think that's what makes it more funny, like, um, or makes the stakes higher. So I start with that, and then I just try to get in there, and, and, and like, the words, like, Seth is such a wordsmith, you know what I mean? He, I was going to bring up that he's, he's, he's really a genius when it comes to putting... Yeah things in places where you would not think yeah i mean do. there's very we don't improv on this show it's all it looks written out. Almost, yeah yeah but that's dude that's because he he's such a phonetic you know he can hear you know right. sometimes we'll be in the weeds man i mean it's a good thing that we're not shooting this on film right because sometimes it takes 10 15 takes wow. to get a sequence of, of of a sentence right and it's almost like a score hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean like i i i you know i really no, never mind. You know, like it's like that kind of, right. you know, and and to really get in there, and he's he's like, oh, don't forget the the, don't, and like he's like right there because he he wrote it and he's you know having to speak it. So and he writes like. it all. He wrote, mm, I would majority, say, like majority of the it, majority I mean. of it. There's a couple other writers that are that have that have there are a couple of episodes that that um, were written by other people, but mm. for the most part, he wrote them all, mm. and he's like right there, and like, um, so it's really great to have like that kind of material. You know, with the person that wrote it right there right. and can coach you through it. And he's really good about, like, you know, that was really great. And if you have ideas about other things, we try stuff. So he's asking if you have ideas. Oh, yeah. I mean, Which if is, you, well, you don't he's hear not that, really too. asking, but if we do. But the, you not can, too many that would even want that. Yeah. I mean, which is great because it's really an ensemble show, right? right? I mean, we, um, you know, we, and we laugh like, it was one episode where we could not keep it together because of like I was like you got, no one could stop laughing right. for like yeah. half an hour. You're like, and okay, it was we get so funny. Yeah. I'm like, man, it was like two in the morning. We had to get out of there. But but it's just we're having a good time and you know like the crew is great. You know and we keep them in stitches too and like and oh, they I'm work sure. really hard. So I mean it's a, it's a lot of people that work on the show and um and and it does feel like a family. It does feel yeah. like I mean I know it's kind of cliche but. You know, we spent a lot of time together. I spent more time with those folks than I did in my own family, like when we were shooting so I'm sure you did, you yeah. Know, um what, we never got sick of each other. When they hired you, mm. did they give you a reason? Like what 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 was it about your performance that they loved or liked the most? Hey man, you know Did they say did they no, tell you? He didn't really say, but he said that they were looking. They, they he said we saw about a hundred guys for this for this role mm-hmm. and um you know, they're looking in London, they were looking Wow. You know, they were looking in New York. Not just here, you know. locally, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, they really didn't. So I was like, well, okay. Man. But, um, you know, I, I think it's just a matter of, and it's very rare because, you know, we audition, we act. I mean, you have to be, you have to have the skin of a shark yeah. and yeah. the heart of a child. But, like, yeah. the rejection is just par for the course. I mean, like, now I go to auditions. I, I used to save my sides and, like, put them in my lucky spot in the car. <laughs> I'd throw them away as soon as I'm done. I was like, just keep it going, just yeah. keep it moving. Yeah. Um, because it's like, it's rare, I guess, in answer to your question, when, you know, I guess I was the right person yeah. for it. I mean, I don't guess. I mean, I got the damn job. Yeah, but, like, I mean, so you got it, so it's rare have... that you're, like, the right person 
for like you know the right build and the right you know tenor of your voice yeah. and the right you know attack of language you know what I mean like a lot of Shakespeare and August Wilson I said you know like that's language that's not pedestrian like that's like that's language that falls forward mm -hmm. and and science fiction is hard because you know a lot of times it can sound like gobbledygook and like and like but you have to m invest and knowing what it is you're saying. Uh -huh. So I just think I was the right guy for the job at the time. And I'm like, whoa, you know, like you gotta swing to get a hit. And it was literally just another audition that right. I was almost not gonna do because I had this other job. And my people were like, no, you should really. I'm like, yeah, but I got this job and I don't wanna lose that job. Cause you know, we're hungry <laughs> actors, man, right. I just wanna work. Right. And I'm like, no, just trust, there'll be time, sort it out. And like, the, it was, it was like biting for two weeks. I was like, yeah. am I gonna lose both of these jobs? Like, cause yeah. you know, like I'm like, but it worked out, and it was just like one of those things. And I'm one like, okay. Of, one of the best sayings that I was walking across, I was, went to Crunch, and I left Crunch, and I was walking across the street, uh, and Catherine Hellman, mm. you know, from Soap and mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. that, was wa seriously walking yeah. next to me. And I was, I, yeah. I normally, I would, if I don't pay attention, I just like whatever. But her, I just, I That's grew old up with. school, though. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, Catherine, yeah. what, what, are you, what are you, why are you, wa why, why are you walking? Yeah, like, why are you walking? And yeah. she goes, oh, you know us actors, we're like hookers, we're always looking for our next trick. Yeah. And she, and I was like, what do you mean? She goes, oh, I just left an audition. Yeah, dude, I mean, it's like when yeah. you get to the point, I mean, and you know, I, I don't ever think that, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm seeking a mastery, but even, you know, with mastery, there's never, you know, you never master anything, you're always... Right you know trying to learn and grow and you know and but it's it's humbling as you know when you see like you know i've been at auditions with cats i'm just like whoa man i've seen your movies like 50 times and like we're going out for you know but that says okay so you pay yeah. your dues you wait in line yeah. but that's the thing like there's no that's this this job is crazy man because unless you're like the one like 0.9 percent of, of people who yeah. have scripts that are people are sending to them you know, and like I feel for them too, because it's like, man, you still like even Seth. It's like you know, you have you constantly having to define your brand. You know. I oh mean? yeah. And so I just love this craft. You know, like I love the business of being mm -hmm. an actor. I love inhabiting because it, it 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 allows me to have like such insight on the human condition. Because you know, if I especially when I'm playing a bad person, okay. you know, or a serial killer, or you know, whatever. Like they don't ever think that they're bad, you know. Like yeah, right. most people, like Jean that's just Genet, like a no regular. Yeah, I mean, everyday everybody. Person. <laughs> the you know French playwright Jean Genet said the greatest tragedy in life is that every man has his reasons. Everybody thinks they're right, or everybody thinks you know that what they're doing is what they should be right. doing, even if it's like someone who's psychotic. Um, and so when you get into their brain, it's it's great to not. It's it's liberating to not judge, you know, people. Because that's all we we judge them when we're living and walking and you know, like mm. going to Trader Joe's or whatever. Right. You know they cut you off, but like you know when you get to inhabit someone's psyche, you don't get you don't judge it, and that's what that's what's so free. You know, you know just do anything you yeah. want, like without you know without your own. So I mean I get to to do that, you know. Right. I mean and that makes that me it's amazing. I feel like I'm living, you know, because I'm I'm pretty boring. But <laughs> I mean I, I look at your resume and you've done you know Shameless and botch and i mean just the list goes on and on and on and i i know we got to get out of here but uh 10 years ago when you looked at success mm. and now you're at this level of you know on a major tv show and doing well and mm. what what do you consider success now um has it changed no no um like well 
when you can get into that groove, you know, like um, I played uh, Macbeth like 150 times. I saw that. I'm like, how in the hell do you do that for five years it's and a, not ever be able to change it? It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, and uh, I mean, so we did a run from, I want to say February to November mm-hmm. straight, 150. So, I, but it was over, like I was up there for five years at the Oregon Chamber Festival, but, but like doing other plays. But like you get to this point where, you know, someone said that an an, an, a, an actor will do something until, it, you know, they'll rehearse something until it can't, go wrong right and like an innocent an artist will do something and rehearse it until it can't but go right you know what i mean so like no matter what happens wonder wonder what gets thrown at me what sound if a cell phone or right. if like lighting change or whatever but you're just in this like this synergy the space of like you know where you're just like you know like mickey when he's like, in, <laughs> like wielding all the colors right and it right feels yeah. like that i mean i live for that so and that's job by job by job yeah. so there's never you know you can get to the point where you know, like when you're doing Shakespeare, like it's hard to, at the beginning, like it's like jumping on a horse that starts to run and you want to, you know, you got, you want to get on it and start, but you right. can't, you got to like Let go real slow, slow and get and in there. get a gallop. You know, like a... it's like martial arts or fighting or whatever, it's the same thing. It's like you got to go real slow mm-hmm. until, until you, you're going fast and everything is going slow. So, you know, making it, I mean, I've been struggling for almost 30 years, man. Like, that's it. What? You're a, not an yeah. overnight, overnight no, I mean, I don't even then. know what the hell that is. But, <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm always like, you know, like worried about my next job or if I'm ever going to work you. again. And now like, you got well, a cheering. And I got cheerings. <laughs> and so, um, but as long as, you know, I mean, I'm never afraid. You know, I've never had stage frights in second grade, and like, really, you know, just no, man. It's oh, like, wow. no, it's like it's a joy, Mm-mm. and it's a, and it's a play, and you know, like to keep the ego out of it, and just really be sincere about like the tenacity of which you know, like your preparation, mm-hmm. and like how hard you work. You know, I like to be the first one there and the last one to leave. That's, but, you I've know, always like, been that way too. You know, um, just because it's just like I just like the ownership and stuff, but. You know, like if I if I never have to worry about money for the rest of that, okay, then it's fine. Again, and then that's that would be freeing because it's like, you know, I don't ever have to worry about it. Like if anybody needs some money, I can give them some money. If they gonna want to buy this, I don't have to think about it. I don't have, to, I have mobility. I can travel. That's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? There's always more never money know. to be made. You know, um, know. no, but I, I I I'm being facetious. But yeah. like, um, if I can just have a stream, you know, a constant stream of work, yeah. and I don't have to worry about will I work again. That to me is making it right. where I'm like, I know, you know, I was like, I worried I was gonna get hit by a UPS truck before we started <laughs> shooting. I'm like, oh man, there's so many people depending on me to do this, and I'm like, yeah. I'm, just, yeah. I'm just like, I'm gonna stay in the house until we start shooting, and then like until I sign my contract, then you know, um, <laughs> locked into yeah, just I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna be in my trailer, and I'm not you know, for six months, seven months, but um, but yeah, if I never have to worry about, you know, where I just like work is there, and like, and so then you know, I can just focus on the work and not focus focus on the commerce. But that's you know that's that's where we live. It's America, right. you know. I mean, it's right. not government funded, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know yeah. But well, I um, I think you've done a great job, and I think you. you should be very proud of what you've done. And congratulations, and on your eighteen you. uh, month old, and now another one on the way. Yeah, congratulations! Man. Pray um, for me. Right? <laughs> You're already in my prayer what circle. In, in my prayer circle. Ah, uh, but uh, oh, everybody, no. please go and on uh, Thursday nights, uh, the Orville. The Orville. You always say when I say Orville, it's like or- Orville Redenbacher. Or- I know. That's yeah. how I get people to remember it because it's such yeah. an odd. Yeah, you name not- your spaceship after a popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, 
Yeah. Well, how do how do people follow you, find you, all that good stuff? Uh, Instagram. You know, I'm I'm kind of a dinosaur. I got I kind of came late to the Twitter game, so I'm like I'm not even gonna try because I'm just like I can't keep up with it. I don't need time. But <laughs> I, you know, I I am um, I'm legitimate on uh, legitimate. Instagram. You know, and I'm pretty. You know, I I, I like Instagram because it's pretty simple. Um, yeah, I and like you it know, too. it took me a while to get started on it though. I it really I, I swear I just you know got on Facebook. And, and I got on Facebook like a year and a half ago, and Instagram even less than that. Wow. But I like it now. So, I mean, on Facebook, I don't really even. It's addictive, I have to say. You know, I do feel like I have to look over my shoulder when I go pull on my Facebook. Right, account. right, right. You don't feel like, like, like uh-huh. yeah. don't look, don't look. But, um, yeah. yeah, no, I'm at it. And, but Instagram, like, I'm there, and, like, I, I pay attention to. What is your Instagram? What is it? Just Peter yeah, Macon? Peter Macon, P-E-E. Well, my handle is P-E-E-M-A-Y, P-M-A-Y. So short for Peter Macon, but um, there you go. You know, I'm kind of dinosaur. And I really don't even know. I think it's that. <laughs> <I think laughs> no, you're not. You can find me on Peter. Yeah. Well, I'm thank there. you so much. I really Peter. appreciate the chat. You're great, bro. and uh, yeah. we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, this is on air with Tony Sweet. I'm Tony Sweet. Go watch the Orville. Until next time. Bye bye. Shows that make you laugh. Shows that make you think. Music that moves you. It can only be one place. Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com.